0: Welcome to the Expediter's Podcast, where you can hear about front-of-mind topics in the logistics and freight forwarding industry through the lens of a global logistics provider. I'm your host, Chris Parker, and today's topic, blind spots. Cargo security is becoming more and more widespread, and the technology that allows for increased visibility on freight continues to evolve. But where is this going, and what are the benefits? To learn more about this, I've got Global Director of Cargo Signal, Randy Gould, with me. Randy, how are you today? Hey, Chris. Doing great. How are you? Uh, not so good. Uh, somehow I am maintaining an awful losing streak in my solo chess tournament, but I remain hopeful.
1: <laughs> the solo chess tournament. Hey, you know what? You, <laughs> Don't you, judge. You, yeah, uh, we, we all got to do what we, what we need to these days you know, to yeah. keep ourselves entertained.
0: Yes, we do. I, I'm kind of thinking I need to just throw in the flag and call it quits. But, uh... <laughs> Well, um, today's topic is cargo security and an IoT. Um, and when I hear those things, I'm thinking of an expansive, uh, underlit command center with tons of people in front of screens and and a massive projection of the world up on a wall. And, and everyone's wearing glasses so you can see the screens reflecting over their eyes. And then all of a sudden, an alarm goes off and a red ping starts firing off in the center of the Pacific. And And Randy, I see you, you realize what's going on. You pirates are taking over container ship and you take off your glasses in a really dramatic fashion. And you say to someone off camera, uh, like send in Delta squad. Is that (laughs) in fact the cargo, (laughs) the cargo signal experience? Well, you know, it's, it's pretty
1: close, Chris. I got to tell (laughs) you, you know, uh, there, there, there is a little bit of, uh, uh, showmanship in what we do. I, 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 I get the, the benefit of saying that i that i fight pirates you know which i think is a,
0: <laughs> uh, which i think is a pretty cool thing to, to say you do uh, at your job right talk a little bit about cargo signal what is what is cargo signal and uh, what do you do as global director
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, Cargo Signal is all about making cargo smarter. Um, Mm -hmm. And if cargo is smarter and it's telling us what's going on with it, uh, its location, its condition, who's handling it, where it is, Mm -hmm. um, then you can do a lot of different things than how supply chains have, have, uh, have been running traditionally.
0: So then let me start with a very basic question. Why do supply chains need to be secure? I mean, I thought that this was a kind of a very black box experience, kind of tight and closed, protected. What kind of risk could there possibly be?
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, you 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 go to the store and you pick up your material, you know, you get your products that you're looking for and they're yeah. just there. They're just on the shelf, right? Right. You, you don't really <laughs> think about uh, what what all happened to to get them there available for you to to pick up and take home. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, a lot of there's a lot of moving parts in the in the supply chain. You know, it's called a chain for a reason. There's a lot of different sure. links, and you know, a lot of different people that have to work uh, together in order to move that one product from uh, manufacturing to the to the shelf um, or, mm. or 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 the distribution center or wherever that that piece of cargo
0: needs to go to make uh, to make that process work. So then, speaking more holistically, how is risk defined when it comes to freight? There's a lot of different types of
1: risks out there, right? You when you when you order something, you expect your product to arrive, uh, your cargo to get to a certain location. Uh, it's all the things that that don't go according to plan. Is that late? Mm-hmm. Is it later than expected? That's a risk, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. is it earlier than expected? Sometimes that's just as bad as being late. You know, you're not ready for it yet. Um, or uh, did your product arrive and it's not functioning properly? It was damaged mm-hmm. while it was in transit. Uh, or, uh, you know, with with security, uh, are you moving, you know, is there a product that is attractive to thieves out there? And, you mm-hmm. know, th- these are things that you may not think of um, traditionally that could be you know, everyone says like high value, right? But that's not always what uh, thieves are interested in. They're, they're interested in stealing stuff that they can turn around and sell quickly and easily. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I'm a thief and I'm trying to, you know, go steal something and make a few extra bucks, and I have a choice of really nice uh, mid-range rain boots, uh, in one truck and another truck that has, you know, some really high end expensive electronics, but not consumer electronics. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's uh certain calibration. Tech, or, tech, yeah, tech cal- yeah. 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 You know, so like uh, there's nothing that I can really do with that. Or, you know, we, we do a lot of stuff in like the emerging space, uh, launch industry, rocket launch industry. I mean, the value mm-hmm. of those components, that are moving extremely high right, right, uh, it, right. You know, it's literally rocket science that's moving um, <laughs> over the road uh, yeah. but then two trucks lined up i'm a thief am i gonna steal that you know the the rocket science in one truck could be worth a billion dollars you know or mm-hmm. whatever right and the rain boots are only worth you know 20 grand Right. But it's easy to sell, but it's easy to sell. I'm going to go get the rain boots because I can turn them around and people want to buy rain boots and they can put them on. What am I going to do with a really expensive piece of, you know, satellite material, right? There's not much I can do with it. So it's the nature of those commodities that increase the, the level of theft risk. uh, Mm. Per But then those other types of risks are, are different right i mean if you think about delay being late being early um everyone takes on that risk if you're shipping cargo
0: so then risk is not so much the like it's not the the stereotypical like crime or damage or anything like that it's it's exceptions exceptions are the risk
1: i i think that's a i think that's a great way to put it because a lot of things go right in the supply chain and logistics Mm -hmm. i mean there's think of it right now there's Millions and millions of of packages and cargo being delivered successfully mm-hmm. on time, right, uh, you know, without damage, with all, all of those exceptions, right? So because of the sheer amount of uh, activity going on, of cargo being delivered everywhere, it's easy to get lulled. And this is kind of what you do. T- do with risk right you get lulled into this sense of complacency right it's like mm. I have, I have, so many things have gone right that mm-hmm. it, what you know what's what could go wrong right until it does go wrong you're like oh man what, you know we're, we're, <laughs> hold up now why why is this uh why is this carton smashed that i'm that i'm opening up my really you know exciting piece of cargo that i need to get to my product inside
0: So with the cargo security market, uh, what does that look like right now? If you were to lay it out for me, uh, what would I expect to see when I'm looking for a provider of these kinds of services?
1: Well, uh, here we are, October 2020. uh, There's an incredible amount of turmoil and uncertainty in the world, uh, but also within supply chains and how, how cargo is moving. Think about this, Chris. I mean, everyone Mm -hmm. is now focused on the risks with uh, healthcare, with uh, a potential vaccine, with the struggles that the world has had around um, COVID test kits too. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and um, the, unavailability of products that we're all used to getting, you know, I, 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 you know, you think about like bikes, you know, everyone's interested in, you know, going to get a bike right now, right. There's not a lot of bikes to be had in your local store. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so there, there's a big global event that's happened that had all kinds of downstream effects uh, to supply chain. And I think we are in a major, uh, shift in how everyone thinks of supply chain because just where we started. Normally, you walk in, I want to buy a bike. Of course, there's bikes available to me at my local bike shop. you sure. know that uh, that's something that I would expect. But now that that's not a given, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that is a supply chain uh, issue. With with the amount of inventory on hand and all that stuff, it's it's so cost. You know, people don't realize that that the supply chain is is optimized so well for low cost delivery of goods that um, there's not a lot of extra inventory sitting around like you might think. You just like you said, like ah, isn't this a black box? Isn't it all just supposed to work and I can go get a bike if I want it, but it's very highly optimized. So you don't pay, um, that extra, uh, however much, you know, 20 bucks or a hundred bucks for the bike you want to buy. Right. So it, it all adds up.
0: So I'm, I'm, I'm sensing a shift now then in the narrative that this isn't just about security. This is about a clean running supply chain.
1: It absolutely is. Right. Because, you know, security is one uh, variable one, one aspect of risk. Um, Mm. and, and that changes based off of, uh, the geography that you're moving through certain areas of the world are higher risk than others of theft, right? So in my example, one, a product may change your risk profile, but also no matter what your product is, if you're moving through a high risk, uh, area of the world that has a lot of cargo theft, they don't care. You know, they're just going shopping. Right. So they right. don't care what your product is. So you, you could still open yourself up for risk there. So there, there's absolutely elements of theft risk uh, on all kinds of uh, cargo that are moving. But what we're doing, at, you know, a cargo signal is really bigger than that because, you know, there's all kinds of other things that are unlocked when we make the cargo smarter. Right, and mm-hmm. when the cargo's yeah. talking to us, then you can really change how
0: you manage your supply chain because you never have to ask where your cargo is. So then, how are you making cargo smarter? Well, it's 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 really part of a broader technology
1: trend of the Internet of Things. You know, think mm-hmm. about it you know, everything, more and more things uh, today are getting connected to the internet yeah you know, I, mm-hmm. I, i'm a i'm a music fan and so i'm always kind of looking around at different uh you know different technologies and stuff that's going on with with music and and I, i've enjoyed kind of watching this smart speaker uh uh trend happen right oh yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so where if you look at speakers um they were pretty dumb right you had to hook something <laughs> up to it you know it'll play your music some play better than others yeah. um but now you connect a speaker to the internet and then what does that open you up for right i can use my phone a lot of, you can do voice you know activation those sorts of mm. things um that that really open you up to all kinds of other things so, so so that's really what we're doing that's how we're making it smarter we're we're like taking something like a speaker that used to be just you know analog plug in play your music um and we're taking cargo and connecting it to the internet
0: and so what is the cargo saying as it's connected is it saying uh Hi, I'm moving, or, like, or is that about? Is that as far as it goes? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: it, it, and that's where we get into all these like. Th- sometimes our clients, that's all they care about. Yeah, you know, sure. they don't care about theft. They don't care about all of the deep seed. It's you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, preventing damage and you know those those sorts of things. That, that's not real apparent. You know, or that's mm-hmm. not a a big a pain point for them, uh, but that hey this is where i'm at uh making mm-hmm. the cargo smarter everyone has that problem in logistics mm-hmm. you know because it's just the nature of like all right i've got this thing that i need uh shipped somewhere else there's a lot of trust that you put in the the, the person that you give that product to and say please get it you know to its final destination uh at, at the time that i need it there Right? so it's it's all those things. It's the risk of like all those handoffs, and you know, the the ability to to move through all of those uh, links in the chain to get to the mm-hmm. final uh, the final destination. That um, you really need your cargo telling you what its current state is, where it is uh, during that whole journey, because otherwise you're going to spend a lot of time. And effort and resources, uh, making sure that it's going to get there. Or you can go the other way and just say, "Hey, good luck."
0: You know, know, (laughs) keep it old school. Yeah, just, (laughs) just get it there in a couple days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll ask later about um, kind of satisfying the needs of customers, but I want to talk more about. What these um, what what freaking say now that it can talk? You know, aside from telling me where it is, uh, what else? Like, what? How far can this go? What are the capabilities right now that IoT is is bringing to supply chain visibility?
1: Yeah, um, you know, are the the things that that it can say? I like I like that you know think, <laughs> you know sort of uh, thinking that way, right? Because it can say where it is. It can also mm-hmm. say the condition. Um, Of that of that um, product of that cargo. Right. And and, and when I say condition, it's like, hey, am am I um, sitting outside on an airport tarmac in the hot Mm -hmm. sun and I'm baking here? Um, I'm, I'm getting hot you know, products, products
0: getting damaged, you know, something needs- like pharmaceuticals or something like that out there. Right. Exactly. Get, you get know, and, that
1: way. well, sure. I mean, you, you, look in your, in your medicine cabinet and even just the, the box of uh, Tylenol you got in there or whatever, mm-hmm. that's got a temperature range on it. It needs mm-hmm. to stay within a certain temperature range. And mm-hmm. so all of the medications and healthcare, um, you know, related products uh, have, stringent kind of temperature ranges that they need to stay within so you know the it's it's about patients lives and make sure mm-hmm. that that um the things that that patients are are putting in their bodies are uh, have been shipped with integrity yeah, yeah okay. and, and it is an assumption but it that, that a patient would have that, that, that this has stayed, um, within and, but there's heavy regulation and processes and stuff that, mm-hmm. that are, that sit behind that to protect, uh, that patient and what they're putting in their body. And we take that very seriously.
0: What else can uh, cargo say?
1: Um, well, I, I think it's, uh, what's, what's, what an interesting area for me is, uh, a cargo saying, yes, I'm here, but, more interesting is i've been here longer than i should be mm. um like hey i've been waiting around for this flight you know or uh, i've been at this i've been at this rest stop a long time you know uh, probably longer than you would expect me to be there right so mm-hmm. the cargo's now telling us stuff like that and mm-hmm. that's a that's a totally different way to manage a supply chain too right if your mm-hmm. cargo is like hey i'm a little slow here can you can you speed me up because you need to get to that final destination right um i kind of feel like we could do a whole nother podcast series <laughs> of just what would cargo say chris
0: right yeah just like uh take it out for a nice dinner and just kind of just get to know it a little bit you know it's, it's kind of nice <laughs> Just um, get, get to know your cargo. Yeah, hey, more. just get a talking. How you know? are you? <laughs> what do you? What 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 are your dreams? What are your aspirations? What <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hobbies do you have, Cargo? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's, I've yeah, I've heard you say before. Um, cargo at rest is cargo at risk. Um, that kind of thing really resonates where it's uh. It can it it might be safe and sound where it it is, but that those delays and stuff like that can really spell uh, or have a a greater impact on uh, further down the supply chain or even even upstream for the company's own operations and such Um, when taking that information that they're receiving, whether it's. Uh, damage to the freight or its location uh the timing of it and all um, what can customers do aside from taking immediate action how do they how do they make the most benefit out of this information
1: yeah that that's a that's a key one there Chris because you know just just having the information just getting your your cargo talking to you is not enough like you sure you got to answer back. You know, right. you know, this is a two-way conversation here, right? <laughs> so you, you're like, okay, you're here. You know, at you know, rest, you know, cargo at rest is at risk. Absolutely, great, great line and great kind of guidance uh, for for that piece. So if it is sitting longer than than you want, um, then what do you do about that, right? And that's where that response and putting things into perspective. It's not only a technology play. Right, you you need people that know how cargo moves in order to make an effective like uh, decision uh, and prompt action based off of it right because mm. that where cargo uh, rests is vastly different locations um, mm-hmm. and is a huge variable especially in a market like we said today that has a lot of turmoil um, right. you know so people are trying to to get that cargo delivered and coming up with incredible creative, Solutions, you know, all the logistics experts out there are routing and, you know, uh, moving things in creative ways to get things uh, delivered on time. But that creates a lot of um, variability. So you don't actually, a lot of times, know where your cargo is at rest. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know, how do you know whether you're okay with it or not? you know it's it's tough to it's tough to even make a decision uh on no i'm not comfortable with this uh cargo sitting at an unsecure open lot parking lot you know Mm -hmm. um versus well secured you know in a in a facility that's has good lighting it's monitored you know that sort Mm -hmm. of thing right so Mm -hmm. um you really have to look at that, but you, you can't make that risk based decision and get that you know cargo moving into a more secure place if you don't know where it is in the first place.
0: So then let's say I do reach out to a service uh, that does provide IoT integration into my supply chain. How much of a role can technology play when it comes to supply chain? Ultimately, I'm asking, can I just set it and forget it and let IoT devices do their job and not worry about it? <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, I, I, I like that. So you know, the, the set it and 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 forget it. I I would say um, the technology, and particular the particularly the hardware um, side of the technology. Uh, mm-hmm. Stack obviously there's, you know, uh, we we spend a lot of time on the software side because that's where you know uh, what you do with all this information is is really the key aspect there. So how yeah, how sure. do you okay you get your cargo's talking to you, but then you know how do you enable good good action and tools mm-hmm. and and a platform to really take advantage of it? So that's mostly what we we focus on when we are actually creating our products and building we're writing our own software that sort of thing Mm -hmm. Um, but on the hardware side of the house we we always go out we're always looking on the market what who's who's doing the best stuff on the hardware space right so we're we uh evaluate those those products uh we're kind of like c-net <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to think about a, a you know a, a review podcast later on of, right. of uh, iot <laughs> devices and in logistics but right. um yeah we're, we're we're bringing them in we're, we're testing them we're road testing them making sure that they that they work um and And they have the the necessary regulatory um, uh, approvals as well. That's a big piece. Mm -hmm. That's why I would say it's not exactly a set it and forget it um, sort of um, setup. But Mm -hmm. with the goal being, once we get it all uh, set up, we want this hardware to be like labeling. You know, we wanted to, you know, uh, you know, be so simple, streamlined, um, and easy to use that it's like uh, pulling a label off and labeling your your cargo, right? Mm-hmm. But now this label is making your cargo smarter rather than relying on other humans to physically read or scan that label. Right, that's right. where the forget it part comes into play because once mm-hmm. you set it up I and mean, you get that smart label on, that's when you don't have to do anything else. Now your cargo smarter, you can forget it. Now you can trust that your cargo is going to tell you what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can jump right to, all right, what am I going to do with this information now? You know, And, and, and back to those exceptions, but now mm-hmm. I don't have to, uh uncover those exceptions myself i just delivered the exceptions so i can go like all right well i guess this is now i can use my knowledge of supply chain and logistics and say well this is the sort of action i want to take No, i'm going to reorder that product uh because it's delayed or Mm -hmm. i'm gonna tell my young customer hey we're 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 a little early is that okay Sure that sort of thing so so that's where like the you, know, you, you gotta get up have all of your your organization to set it up but once you do uh and you send that that cargo on its way uh mm-hmm. then you can forget about it you know right. until something doesn't go according to the plan
0: and it'll t- and it'll say it it'll it'll speak out it'll say something about hey i'm actually going to be here a couple more a couple days earlier than expected things like that right so Does this kind of visibility replace uh, what was known as event-based visibility? Can this completely override it? We don't need that anymore.
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's just different. It's it's about timing, right? Mm -hmm. If we go back to, you know, uh, having a conversation with Cargo, uh, you
0: know,
1: it would be like having uh, a phone conversation or or, you know, a live conversation like we're having today with cargo signal mm-hmm. with a traditional event milestone management, it works. It's just more like texting, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. whereas like, Hey, every once in a while you might you know, get an update or you might plan to get that update, but it's not, it's not live. Right. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, you know someone's got to go uh, find out, ask the cargo, Hey, where are you? How are you doing? And then send you that update periodically.
0: So then when does it make sense for a company to engage with integrating IoT into their supply chains? What, what kind of questions do they need to ask themselves in order to say, hey, yes, this is the direction we want to go or we're ready to adopt this kind of uh, approach to supply chains?
1: Yeah, um, it's something that we talk about regularly. And, and mm-hmm. the thing that, that I always go back to is um, speed. Uh, Can you use speed in your operation to achieve a benefit, right? An operational Mm -hmm. benefit for you, right? If you're an organization that's considering implementing IoT and getting cargo talking to you, it's really Mm -hmm. the speed that is the benefit that they're receiving. So you have to take advantage of that speed and knowing sooner. Mm -hmm. So if you can figure out, all right, if I knew this uh issue sooner could i prevent that bad thing from happening or could i just let people know that a bad thing just happened right mm-hmm. and there's and there's benefits to that and and if you uh, if if you see those benefits operationally Um, Like knowing sooner uh, when a piece of cargo is delivered and then telling the finance team um, for revenue recognition quicker right towards mm-hmm. you know quarter ends there's big financial benefits to that and speeding the the information related to delivery of cargo and turning that into financial recognition for the company so mm-hmm. if there's you know as just one example of like taking advantage of that speed if we know sooner and confirm that that cargo is delivered then i can tell my finance department sooner and then i can mm-hmm. book that revenue sooner um which could really help the financial health of the company.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it really ripples out, which is what you're saying. A simple concept of speed can have huge impact on a company.
1: Huge. And and it will um, uh, create winners and losers uh, (laughs) with companies and the supply chains that they operate.
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. They'll see that they're having more success going a certain route or going with a certain program or service as opposed to others and saying, okay, we're actually really uh, in order for us to take ourselves further, we're going to invest in and in, in commit ourselves to these avenues. Yeah. Cause you, you can just react quicker, right? You know, yeah, whether the cargo is
1: moving fast or slow, that doesn't matter, but your reaction and your decisions that you can make are faster mm-hmm. than your competitors. Then you're, you're driving an advantage.
0: Okay. So a final question before we wrap up, um, The technology sounds very cool. IoT sounds very neat and and hot. And it sounds like it uh, reduces a lot of headaches and also offers a lot of information. Uh, Is this as far as it can go? What's next?
1: Well, I think you know, while the technology is is hot and in the logistics space right now, it's actually mm-hmm. been around a lot longer than people think.
0: Sure. So,
1: in my mind, where where we have ahead of us next is scale, is mm-hmm. taking this technology and using it in logistics at the sheer massive scale that logistics is in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So um, so increasing the overall amount of uh, cargo that's, that's smarter and moving uh, and reaching to a point where in order to get exceptions, I have to have a hundred percent visibility in order mm-hmm. to only deliver me the exceptions that I need to, to action.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in order to get there, um, companies are going to have to scale with this technology up
0: and, and probably across the whole board, make it as standard as possible. I mean, yeah, it's, it's standardizing right. it, right? It, it is it, standardizing. It. Too. That's
1: yeah. it. Yeah. It's because, because otherwise you don't know when something's going to go wrong. That's the sure. whole idea. Right. Um, so how, how else do you know? This is going to be the thing that's going to tell you. Um, so how do you scale it up and can you really take true advantage of that technology? Um, if it's not on hundred percent of your cargo, that's, so that's kind of a, the, my, if you're asking future world, yeah, uh, yeah, that's the question I would be asking.
0: Right. No one will ever, ever ask again, where's my freight. That is, that is the goal. That is the mission yeah, to we're, rip that out of the vocabulary.
1: Exactly. <laughs> we're, mo- we're moved on. We've evolved past that question.
0: Right, right, right. Wow, excellent. Uh, if people want to learn more about this kind of stuff, how can they get into contact with you? Where can people find you?
1: Cargosignal.com. We just uh, launched a new website. Please check it out. There's a, re- yeah. There's a lot of really great information on there. So that that's what I would suggest.
0: Cool. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Randy. Really appreciate chatting with you. Uh, I'm excited to see where this kind of stuff goes uh, because it's super, super cool uh, to see in action. So thank you so much. Always a pleasure, Chris. All right. Take care. Good luck on the chess game. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you've got questions or want to learn more about today's topic, check out the show notes for more information. And before you go, make sure you're subscribed on whatever podcast app you're using. So you won't miss the next episode to learn more about expediters. You can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or simply visit us at expediters.com. Take care. And I'll see you next time.